0: This is a HeadGum podcast. In eighty six, N.M. Martin wrote the first book of what became a call now it's time, the Babysitter's Club, Club
1: Mystery Zoo Mystery. Let me tell you about a zoo mystery we've been having in our house. Lately.
0: <laughs> okay, that's good. I like it.
1: I don't actually have a follow up to that. <laughs> Hercules hasn't pooped in two days. Okay, there we go. I fed him a bunch of cheese the other day, and I think it bi- it like bind it binds. You know, maybe it's he binding. liked it
0: so much he was like, "I just want to keep this in."
1: I don't think so. That's
0: a zoo mystery.
1: He seems pretty unhappy with it.
0: Maybe Jamie did it. It's usually because like, there's usually a red herring, right? They think oh. it's the
1: baby. They're gonna think it's Miles. The baby's eating the poop. Yeah, that's what they're yeah. gonna think. But it was baby's Jamie. not
0: that mobile yet. Jamie's hiding the poop. Is what happened. Yes, that uh, and that's the Zoom mystery in your house.
1: Yes, and then do you have an update on your boy and maybe like some dad talk stuff that you want to get through?
0: Oh, I'll I'll tell you a not fun story that is what happened to me yesterday. Okay, I Sarah left to go work, and then I. St- said Cyril today we're going to go work in the garden and we went outside and uh, I was like you're going to help me young man and I went outside and immediately literally within one minute of me walking outside I saw a huge crazy fucking wasps nest and it was those crazy dirt it's always wasps wasps with you it was the same fuckers that I've talked about before these weird crazy wasps that like fight spiders and leave them in their desiccated But paralyzed versions of them inside their nest so their larvae can eat them. So I found it and I was like, oh, a wasp. And then as I was trying to deal with the wasp nest, um, Cyril hurled himself down a flight
1: of stairs. Okay. Yeah. And started screaming and had a baby. Why do babies like that so much? (laughs) I don't know. Because my baby, (laughs) I'll have him on my chest. Yeah. And he'll just go, ah. And like throw his head to the side and like try to leap from my chest. Even though he has no, like he can't even hold his head up, he can't walk, he can't crawl. It's like, it's, what are you, where are you going and what do you expect to happen? I
0: don't know. Maybe they don't believe in gravity. Maybe they're like testing you.
1: Oh, yeah. Think fast, idiot. Yeah. He's you ready okay. to be a dad? But he does look
0: like he has been in a fight club.
1: Yeah. That's great. Dead talk. We got that out of the way. Yeah, dead talk. I'm so uh, anxious about these people behind me. Do you think I can like just... Do you think they can hear you through the door? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I can hear the guy having a meeting in another conference room through two other doors. Here's what we'll do.
0: If you pretend to yourself and to them that you're just having like a influencer
1: business. Oh, okay. Even. And then it's like... So your side of the I have an idea. I have an idea. So yeah. I, you need to join me on this. And okay. It's, I know it's a little premature and we've got mm-hmm. a whole episode to do, but I think this is going to help kind of frame the episode. Yeah. <clears throat> and it'll give me a little cover to to work under. Yeah. Ring, 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 ring. H- Hello? I guess maybe you should do the ringing because if I do it, they'll know it's like- Oh, like,
0: God, yeah. It's
1: okay. like a bit, right?
0: Okay. Yeah. No, they will. Then they'll know, think you're doing improv, which is yeah. the opposite of what you want.
1: Right. I'll do ring ring and then okay. Yeah. Ring ring. Ring ring. Click. Oh sorry.
0: <laughs> ring ring.
1: Uh <clears throat> <clears throat> Hello? Uh, hello? Oh, um hello, who is this? Uh this is um Rich Richson. Rich Richson, you son of a gun. It's uh Goliath our body. I mean, you know that you called me. I certainly did. And I just want to set up very loudly now. In mm. case anyone is overhearing the conversation that I am a businessman. I am a oh. CEO of a, co- a small company mm. and I am having a normal business conversation on the phone. Um, I'm going to be having an extended conversation for the next hour or so in case anyone is listening. And it's going to involve some commercial projects we're working on. So I'll be in and out of character. I'll be doing some <laughs> shouting. <laughs> yep. Um well, well, we got to leverage our core influencers. Maybe and you should And there's two
0: cuz I don't need to say that.
1: There's two actors in this com- or two characters in this commercial. One is named Jack and one is named Tanner and that's I'll be playing the part of Tanner oh, okay. for this read through.
0: Okay. Let's so we'll do the read through.
1: Great. Yeah, we're just doing the read through to see if the creatives gave us some good material here, you know. Okay.
0: Great. Uh, okay,
1: and that is Good. So, should we get into the script here that we have? In case Wait. anyone's listening, we this is a script. Great, and written can by you, our Creative team
0: and the character you're going to be playing, uh, Goliath, for this. The the creative team uh, asked that you do a much less manly voice.
1: Oh, less manly. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, can you do that? Can you pull that off?
1: Yeah. Okay. And they're saying here on mine. Yeah to do for the jack shepherd character yeah which someone who thinks he's cool young hip very smart and funny but is actually um an uh aging sort of late general Xer, okay who's kind of lost touch with okay modern audiences and his references kind of fall on deaf ears okay so can you do that like a like a Um,
0: mike mills type of character
1: you tell me man peter
0: buck okay (laughs) um great okay well let's let's get going uh uh, hi hi hi
1: and then you say and oh
0: uh why why that's actually a
1: that's a little too high that's too that's too high
0: yeah just kind of mid-range just like a like a someone think about think about this way someone who's like into warhammer 40k
1: Ow. a little bit a little bit dorky like
0: yeah but with it not and why, so, why?
1: <laughs> not quite so nasal and not okay.
0: quite so that that's
1: good where the way you just said e- it, oh okay e- yeah uh, 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 and why why and welcome to the babysitter's club club, club mystery club, club. club. And we and don't I'm, get a second I know I'm chance through at a little, all.
0: And that's unfortunate. I put a
1: little English on that mystery.
0: You sure did. And that's what happens. But And we don't get to do it again because we're in the part where we only get one take. It's a podcast where we talk about the classic novels of Anne, Mystery, Martin. They're a series of mysteries about a series of babysitters. And this week we're going to be discussing Babysitter's Club Mystery Number 20, Marianne and the Zoo Mystery. There's mm. a
1: zoo now. There's a zoo and it's yeah. not in S- Stony Brook. It's in Bedford. It's in Bedford which is another town, a
0: new town that they New made. town.
1: Yeah. New to us certainly and I think probably new to the girls of the babysitters club, new to this the sitterverse? Uh,
0: tough to say, but they spend a lot of time there. It can't be far.
1: They always say, like, oh, you know the, the familiar landmarks, Bridgeport, actual town in Connecticut. Right. Stamford, actual town in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Our town is near those. Right. Stony Brook. And now there's Bedford. another new town. Yeah. It's called Bedford, and it has, a, it has a zoo.
0: They had to build a new town because uh, Stony Brook got filled up with the art gallery r- and the arboretum. Right. And, and the, the huge lighthouse. penitentiary for all these fucking criminals that
1: are yep. walking around now. Rolling Hills, um, Hidden Acres, Hidden Acres.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, so they built a new town and they put a zoo in it, and it's full of gorillas, infested, infested with gorillas. With gorillas. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. It's yeah. interesting
1: you use the word infested. Mm-hmm. It's like there's. It's like the gorillas have some sort of agenda and mm-hmm. agency, and they. Are forming a like pact or coalition in these books. Maybe, like, a what's the word I'm trying to think of? Fa- like a faction. A faction. Like the gorillas are trying to form a faction, and maybe okay. someone said that. Okay. And you were in a previous we're... episode, and they were told that that's incorrect and that the gorillas, like, surely gorillas are not forming a faction. Okay. And
0: that this feels passive aggressive on your part and it sounds like what you were saying is that you told me there was going to be a gorilla <clears throat> faction in these books and i said i doubt it and then they did do, do a whole Did book we keep of, that even in the about edit? Gorillas. I don't fucking know. I don't know either. <laughs> I hope we did. I think so. <laughs>
1: um,
0: <laughs> gorillas are infesting this fucking place. And there are so many gorillas and we are going to describe that, and there is kind of a mystery, though I guess we can reveal now that this book is not written by our normal oh gosh mystery writer. It's written by someone else. I forgot to write a poem for this. Someone's else. Well, we, I don't think we have a...
1: a se- it's not a segment. Well, I, I have a new segment. Can I introduce the new segment and then... I'll, next time we do it, if they happen to write a book again, I'll have a poem prepared for them. Okay, it. fine. And the new segment is called The <laughs> Entity Instance. The
0: Entity Instance.
1: Yeah. Okay. And it's the instance. Oh, the I see. The instant. That's cool. You realize the instance Yeah. that led to the instant mm-hmm. in this book where right. you realize that it could not have been penned by anyone other than...
0: The entity. Malcolm... The entity otherwise known as Jonna Beecham and Malcolm Hillgartner, or yes. Jana N. Malcolm, the entity. The entity, yes. Which is the fusing, fly-like fusing of the two. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, it's pretty simple, and I just explained it, that two people fuse like the fucking fly, and they write these books. What? What's so
1: difficult about that? And Anne tr- often trots them out when she needs to deal with something Difficult. unsavory yeah unsavory yes death or yeah heartache or something along those lines
0: um, or animal suffering
1: animal suffering yep is, is uh the cause close to jack's heart mm-hmm. did you have a en- entity instance well, entity instance and Ent- entity it's it's a hard thing to say did you have an entity instance i feel like i'm hitting the, the t's too hard there now though it feels weird in my mouth did you have an entity entity instance? Entity and, and, instance?
0: and your thought is that you kind of want to keep dwelling on it. Okay. Entity <clears throat> instance.
1: Enti- <clears throat> entity instance. Entity instance. Yeah. And did you have one?
0: Yeah. So I knew early on. Here's what I'll say. I knew early on that this book could not have been written by Ellen Miles. That is true. But then mm-hmm. when I turned. To, uh, so I, I my little rule for myself. Too many is, burns. Too many burns. Ellen doesn't like burns. And I have a little rule for myself that I won't check to see who the ghostwriter was until after chapter three. Okay. Yeah, and I'll yeah. try to guess who it is so that I can have a pure Laranjus moment if I need one. And I right. did write down before chapter three something's amiss. And I think it was this moment. And we're we going to have to get into this. Christy simply pointed at the parking lot where a dark car was pulling in. Three people dressed in trench coats, felt slouch hats, and dark glasses got out of the car just as loud music began blasting from the school's speakers. The tape was old, and it crackled as the singer wailed, secret agent man. Secret agent man. You've heard the song, right? Yeah, I've heard the song, and that's how I sang it. Secret agent man. That's Miss Griswold, Don declared. With Miss Harris and Mrs. Gonzalez, the entire science department had come to school in costume. And so what has happened here is that on just a regular Tuesday, it's SMS, the entire science department showed up dressed as like CIA agents, got out of a car blasting secret agent man, and they pull a large box out of the car and it's moving. Right. And everyone in the school crowds around, and then the box has. Everyone in the school is forced to crowd around. And the box has a chimp in it. And I liked it, and I enjoyed reading it, and I thought it was interesting, but it's not something that would happen on our world or on our mortal
1: plane, is it? If it did happen on our world. Because that's not how people behave. It would be pretty upsetting. Yes.
0: Yeah. Right. Like if you went to school and all your teachers suddenly had We're become secret agents, Secret agents and then they brought a, a monkey
1: and they have like a chimp that they, wanna, they want to they want Do you have any like...
0: monkey scientists on the uh, in our listeners because is a monkey the same as a chimp?
1: I don't think so. You don't think we have a monkey scientist? Apiologist. I don't think so. Sorry, an apiologist. Yeah. Do you know if a monkey's the same as a chimp? <sighs> I think it's a square rectangle thing. Okay. Some I chimps are monkeys, chimps but not all monkeys are chimps. <sighs> Yep. Mm-hmm. so but any apiologists out there, ape scientists, can yeah. let us know if we are right or wrong on that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. An apiologist means ape scientist and an <coughs> ape ape scientist is a monkey.
1: And an ape is a monkey, but right. not all monkeys are apes. And um, some monkeys are chimps, but not all of them.
0: Anyway, that was what tipped me off that that was my as as we call it in the business, my entity instance. Yeah. God, that is good to say. Entity, entity instance. instance. Because it created, I liked this book and I liked what they did with it, but it created this sense that this is not, there's something awry, something amiss, something not of this world, of this planet. This is not something Pete or Ellen or Anne would ever write into it. They try one. to stay kind of grounded in, in likely things that might happen at a middle right, school right, for
1: right. the most part. What May was I your read mine?
0: entity instance? <clears throat> yeah.
1: So this is Christy. Mm hmm. There's supposed to be a presentation for the 8th graders. Your, the th- thing you just mentioned right. is the was, presentation. Right, is what that was, yeah. Right, but this is before they that is uncovered. Claudia hit her head with the palm of her hand. Griswold. That explains why Miss Griswold was in the art room picking up poster board and paints. She said she had some large photos that needed mounting. She also mentioned something about a slideshow. Maybe they're planning a trip, Don said. Oh, wait, let me read that more grimly and Lovecraftianly. Maybe they're planning a trip, Dawn said excitedly. To some place cool, like Woods Hole, where they study the whales. Oh god. Or maybe they've. And this is a new character, actually. Or maybe they've decided that dissecting frogs isn't enough. Christy said mysteriously maybe they're going to have us operate on muskrats and groundhogs. Jesus. Yeah,
0: that's that's you can feel i you can feel your flesh creep in a way that to before i started reading these books i would have been very scared but it has become kind of a familiar sensation where it's like oh it's our friends the entity it, like right it, like, Can you mommy. reread the part of the passage that said but just the resonance of it. Dawn's uh, part? Dawn's part where she goes in Woods Hole.
1: Where they yeah. Maybe 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 they're planning a trip to some place cool like Woods Hole where they study the whales.
0: That's what I thought. Listen to this, Tanner. Yeah. I think we're in Rat's Alley where the dead men lost their bones.
1: It's got that kind of cadence, doesn't it? Doesn't it?
0: That T.S. Eliot vibe. Yeah, and I'm so glad that you're with me on this now. Yeah.
1: Doesn't it? It's about this What's whole where they study the whales? Yeah. What Rats does that mean? the
0: dead men lost their bones. Yeah.
1: It's the probably entity. the same, what does same does that fucking mean? place. Yeah, the entity. Who Woods knows? Hole where they study the whales? It just felt very... I, when I read that, I was like, huh? what does yeah. this mean? What is yeah. the shiver I'm feeling up my spine?
0: And it's so impressive because they, I imagine the entity known as Jonna and Malcolm exists in some some number of dimensions that is more than the ones that we're used to right. experiencing. And that's why you get this kind of uncanny feeling from their descriptions. But I wanna give them a compliment and say, they did write a thing that was like a book about kids
1: going to And it was a good mystery too. As
0: well, which is pretty impressive to like yeah. keep a grasp on that.
1: Yeah, it was a good mystery. If That actually makes me think that maybe the entities are just so well-traveled and they've been to so many worlds and so many dimensions that maybe they just call Earth Woods Hole where they study the whales.
0: Right. And that makes sense. And that is a thing that happens on Earth. And it may be if you've seen the vast scope of history and the multiverse, the most important thing about Earth. It's is like that the easiest way. we happen to
1: study the whales, right? Like it's other the shit. The most happen. succinct way to explain yeah. Earth. Yeah, that's the Woods place. Hole, where they study the whales. Yeah, and and they were just looking for like a relatable thing to put <laughs> yeah. <look> there. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, have Dawn mentioned Woods Hole? oh uh, yes. That's, Children that's, from Woods Hole <laughs> will be reading this book after all. <laughs> no, we're gonna have to try out the the <laughs> entity filter and GarageBand again. I know. I can't wait. <laughs>
0: What I'd like to do now, Tanner, is to um, describe this book. I think what's going to happen is you're going to describe it, then I'm going to describe it while you play a game, and then we will
1: review it. Okay. I love that plan, and I okay. love that plan because what it means is I get to take another run yeah. at my white whale.
0: Yeah. Oh no, see I'm doing it. Man. There there it is. Yeah, once you once you notice the it. The entity is right. We here, never stop talking about the damn things, huh? Here on Woods Hole where we study the whales. Right. That's a beautiful way of describing this pale blue, <laughs> blue dot. dot. Right. Woods Hole where we study the whales and I'm realizing that this is a lot like a, a, a nice little sandwich for you Tanner where like in the middle is the meat where you play a 60 second burger run yeah and but we gotta we gotta have our our bread as well on either side of it and that is your description our review let's begin with your description now Tanner please describe
1: this novel <sighs> okay and just for the sake of clarity I did write all this on my own it is based on the Bedford Zoo, which operates in Isla Nublar, Central America, just outside of Stamford, Connecticut, (laughs) is home to genetically modified animals created by the InGen Corporation. Mm -hmm. Uptight workaholic student Marianne Spear is forced to watch after her classmates, Alan Gray and Howie Johnson, while juggling a hectic group work assignment. But she's too busy to give them attention and leaves them to wander the zoo on their own. Meanwhile, the Rough Around the Edges Yet Dedicated Mrs. Woofsey. How would you pronounce her name? Wafsey. Wofse. That's another Woofsy. entity thing, I think. The Rough Around the Edges Yet Dedicated Mrs. Wafsey has formed a special bond with two gorillas named Mike and Curtis, and is able to guide them with rudimentary commands. While exploring an abandoned building in the zoo, Wafsi encounters a hybrid animal called the Indominus Rex, which has escaped its paddock and has gone on a rampage, killing human guests and dinosaurs alike. With the help of her trained gorillas, Wafsi must try to contain the Indominus Rex before more damage can be done. In the ensuing chaos, Marianne calls for an evacuation of the park while she tries to locate her missing group partners who have found themselves trapped in gyrospheres in an open-air attraction in the park. Can Marianne find her classmates and escape the zoo with extra credit? Will Mrs. Woffsy and her trained gorillas take down the Indominus Rex and the nefarious Mr. Chester? Will the Babysitter's Club make up with a strange friend, Stacey McGill? Find out in this week's episode. Babysitter's Club Mystery Number 20, Marianne and the Zoo Mystery pretty spot on. I remember everything except the
0: dinosaur.
1: Dinosaur. Did I say dinosaur?
0: Indominus Rex, you said? Indominus Rex, hybrid. I don't remember that. A giraffe does escape. Hybrid animal
1: called the Indominus Rex, and maybe that's the giraffe?
0: Yeah, and I don't know why you would have said it the way you said it, because I would say just giraffe. Huh. Because Indominus Rex is a dumb made up thing that's like trying to be... More powerful than the ty- Tyrannosaurus Rex, I think, and it is a dinosaur.
1: Like, if you were going to, like, essentially remake a movie yeah. 30 years later, yeah, and you wanted to come up with something that seemed bigger and better than T-Rex. It doesn't scare me that it's bigger and has a bigger name. It glows a little bit, too, I yeah. think, if yeah. I remember.
0: Uh, but I thought that was a good job, and you did a good job, and uh, A+. plus. Thank you. Um, So what I'm going to need for you to do now is pull up a instance of the game, 60 Second Burger Run. I found another cheat on it. So I'm like so primed to beat it now. Okay. And you're playing in your free time still? Yeah. Okay. I'd like for you to pull up a game of 60 Second Burger Run and play it. And during those 60 seconds, I'm going to describe what happened in this. Okay.
1: I just need to center myself really quickly.
0: Okay. And no talking and tell me when it's over.
1: Are you ready? Yes. In five, four, three, two,
0: one. Uh, something is different at Stony Brook Middle School this week. They're, um, the teachers are planning something. And what is it? Uh, they have a chimp. Does that s- plot line go anywhere? No. But they also do have a zoo assignment, and everybody gets paired off in different teams, and they go to the zoo to study for animals. Um, Logan is on a separate team from Marianne and Alan Gray, and Logan and Alan are constantly fighting. Meanwhile, there's a mystery at the zoo, and the mystery is that the animals keep getting loose. Uh, They keep escaping. First, the emu escapes, then a giraffe escapes, and then uh, some gorillas escape. Meanwhile there are these gorillas and the gorillas uh one of them speaks sign language and they're on loan. And uh it turns out that the Almost out of time. Zookeeper's assistant, Mr. Chester, is setting the animals free to undermine his boss um, so that he can get the big job okay. and he You're gets caught by the babysitters. You're out of
1: time. You're out of time. And God. talking.
0: And I'm realizing how complicated this book is. There are two plot lines, one of which I didn't mention at all one of which I did mention, uh, I want to talk about them both,
1: that go nowhere in this novel. Level six. Y- yes, that's the same. In case as, you're in case you're, wondering, in same case as you're ever. curious at all.
0: Yeah, and remember that you do get to play, but we don't necessarily dwell on what happened while you were How many levels
1: do you think there are? Six. There's only six?
0: I think so. I think, here's what I think. If you beat level six, it's going to do a new 60 seconds, and it'll be six even more difficult levels. That's what I think. Hmm. Huh. That's what I think, but we you didn't get you didn't do it, so we don't get to talk about it. How okay. about this? We get to talk about
1: when you beat it. I'm going to get it someday. I'm going to crack this game.
0: Two things happen, and one of them is what I'm calling the fallen angel plot line. Okay, and I'm interested in it, especially in the context of the entity. So we talked about this in our entity instance. Uh, the entity delivers to Stony Brook Middle School a fallen angel, the chimp, a chimpanzee named Angel. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay. It is named Angel. I You're could feel right. goosebumps creeping up I thought up maybe my you were arm. just saying you had, like, some special connection to the chimp.
0: As she opened the box, inside was a metal cage, and sitting inside that, clutching a baby doll, was a chimpanzee. Aw, she is so cute, said Dawn. I could feel my eyes getting moist. I told you, I cry at cat food commercials. The chimpanzee looked mystified by us. This is Angel, Ms. Griswold said in a calm, reassuring voice. Angel is a very special chimp. She can add and subtract. She demonstrated by writing two plus two on a bl- equals something Bart, I guess, on a blackboard. Maybe Bart and passing it into the monkey's cage and tenor. That is the last we hear of her. And you think maybe the entity like disappeared her? Well, it's like Chekhov's gun. If you if deliver a chimp. a chimp in a box in the first act, while everyone's playing Secret Agent Man,
1: well, here's what I'm worried about, Jack. You
0: expect to see the fucking chimp again, right? They but do that's all this. It.
1: <clears throat> a chapter earlier, they do all this talk about dissecting frogs and dissecting yeah. gophers and dissecting muskrats and how they hope, like, they get something more interesting to dissect this year because they're, like, sick of, like, tearing apart the same, like, dumb animals for the sake of science. And you think that that's – and the entity was like, the children will love this. Yeah. The children <laughs> are like, give us a, a man. Like, we want to <laughs> see how we work. And like, we can't. That's uh, irresponsible, but we can give you the next – Next best thing. Do you agree with me that that's weird that they
0: deliver this chimp to SMS and then it never appears again? So you think they dissected it? The kids dissected it?
1: Yes. And the entity just was like- I think they, they put it, they set it loose in the gymnasium. Yeah. And then up on the bleachers in the gymnasium were 100 third graders with scalpels. Ugh. And they said, all right, let's see who, let's, let's see who wins this fight. Wow. We're going to learn a lot about biology today, one way or another.
0: Well, I was right. And calling it Angel, too. My God. Right. Morbid sense of humor.
1: That's the entity. Yeah. That's the entity. That's the entity. I
0: love these guys. I have missed them, and I'm so glad to see them back.
1: Um, Tanner,
0: what I was thinking is that maybe we should review this book for Tim Cook.
1: Strap in, Tim Cook. Um, Hope you got 10 minutes, Tim Cook.
0: Yeah. I think we're just, we're kind of leaning into the idea that these just, these reviews take a long time. Shall I write it or will you write yeah, it?
1: Yeah, you're a, you're a better typist as much as I hate to admit that. That is true and I do like hearing it from you.
0: Okay, Marianne and the Zoo Mystery. So what we do is Tim Cook, who's the um the Apple man, uh says that we have to review these books. Um Yeah, and, he's and trying to get books. a social
1: network going to uh, rival face- Facebook killer. Yeah, Babysitter's Club reviews. On. actually this week I was on the phone with him and he was calling it the foursquare killer and I didn't know if he was just <laughs> confused and yeah. like mixing up Facebook and Foursquare or if he really does want to take down Foursquare yeah but maybe we should do like just a little bit of like restaurant review in there too okay yeah just okay. in case
0: yeah we can take we can take down. Foursquare with this Uh, I want to help out my boy Tim Cook So what we like to do is We like to write a review of these books And now for iTunes And I put them on Goodreads Please do follow me on Goodreads I need more Goodreads followers How many are you Uh, up to? It's a lot (laughs) A lot of people have been following me Thank you guys That's really It means a lot Um, And now we are going to review the book Title Title Is there like a They do a gorilla pun they say Gorilla My Dreams in this. Gorilla My Dreams. Is it's great. the name of one of the um one of the Gorilla My essence. Dreams
1: question mark more like Book of My Dreams. Okay.
0: Okay, that's good cuz it makes slightly less sense but it 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 has a real resonance to it. Gorilla My and Dreams question mark more like book should I say book of my dreams?
1: No, Bo- I would say book of because like Gorilla, the the it's kind of like a run together. Like
0: book up my dreams. Okay. And, point. and. Should I do it
1: and in the title? There's an and there, yeah, too. Yeah. Zoo of my dreams. Okay. And Zoo of my dreams. And, yeah, and then we could just review Bedford Zoo while we're at it, too, to okay. kind of do the four square killer.
0: I'm going to put a monkey emoji here, a gorilla emoji.
1: Okay. And that's not canceled or anything? I don't think so. I think it's okay. Okay, because oh, be. the fr- the frog emoji is canceled. Right, I don't think. And the so is the is. this emoji. Like, who
0: knows? I put a gorilla emoji, um, and then I'm going to give it five stars. Yeah. And do you agree, At- Marianne book. And Stacy's not in it. Stacy's not in it. They, and they took the, and Maybe we out. can
1: say then that'll be the first thing we say is like disclaimer. If we could give this six stars because Stacy's completely absent from it, we would. But Tim Cook and Apple does not allow that that type of behavior.
0: We would, but Tim Cook and Apple do not allow that sort of
1: behavior. I roll emoji. And is I roll emoji canceled or I don't
0: I don't think so, but I wouldn't know. Okay, I Alice. think
1: you should probably you especially. Mm should probably try to stay on top of what is canceled and what is not canceled a little bit better. Okay. Because okay. you don't want to, like... I don't want to be canceled. Yeah, and then if you use something that is canceled, you will get canceled, so...
0: Yeah, no, that is how that works. Okay, let's
1: talk about this book. What do we like? Do we want... So Here's what we liked. Okay. At the very beginning, let's just get this out of the way. Let's just say, great book, loved it. Okay.
0: On to the zoo. Okay, and the disclaimer is is at the top
1: still. Yeah, the disclaimer's still there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. I'm just gonna leave a space. Great book, loved it. Onto the zoo. Period. Okay. No, I'm gonna do a colon. Onto the zoo. Oh, I know no, no, no. onto the zoo.
1: Okay. So here's what I've got. I've got Line something. break, line break. Okay. Pros, colon. Pros. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful animal collection. Mm-hmm. Competent management. Semi competent.
0: Semi competent management. Because a a man does one of the managers does let all the animals out of
1: cages off right management mm-hmm. great community engagement programs great cons cons mm-hmm. subpar food mm-hmm. and that is that is that is, is canon, and
0: it is mentioned yeah. and Marianne does not like the food
1: subpar animal security-hmm subpar guest security
0: um, what about this? In fact, this zoo has so many cons, it feels like it's being run by ex-cons.
1: And then can I do one more just to yeah. kind of really nip at the heels of the zoo industry? Mm-hmm. All zoos are complicit in animal cruelty, which is another sort of running theme from this week's book.
0: What about all zoos are complicit, free the animals? Yes, um, do you want to do my ex-con joke, or do you feel like and then and
1: then, you can do, and then you can do, yeah, your ex-con joke.
0: In fact, this zoo has... Smear. And that's
1: line break, line break, or is that another item in the uh, list? It's in
0: the cons, and it has so many cons that
1: it may as... I would do line break, line break and start a new thought with it, and then we can kind of continue the review from there.
0: Okay, that it may as well be run by ex-cons. And now here's what I want to do, and I want to run this by you. Here's what I've got. Are you familiar with Gorillas in the Mist?
1: The Gorillas?
0: It's a documentary about Jane Goodall, I think. Oh, okay. Not makes, literal
1: gorillas in literal mist.
0: Yeah, no, it's a documentary called Gorillas in no, the Mist. No, I'm not familiar. Okay, it's famous. But I was thinking that, but then also, like, if you went to the zoo on the wrong day, you might have missed the gorilla. And then if we can just put those two things together, we're going to have this cool parallel construction. Don't.
1: Gorilla and the Don't Gorilla in the Miss your opportunity There we go to pick up and read this Don't scintillating mystery book.
0: Gorillas in the Miss. Okay, that it's yeah, it works. Don't Gorillas in the Miss. Uh what about like even fans of Jane Goodall won't want to Gorilla in the Miss. Dot 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 Gorillas in the Miss this, dot, 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 this opportunity
1: to... Create a scintillating mystery novel.
0: A scintillating mystery novel.
1: And then to kind of pair that with another turn of phrase? Yeah. And are you Googling something now, or? Yeah, I just want to make sure that Jake It's Jake right. All a faces. Jack Googles. Jack Googles. He is Googling Gorilla documentaries make sure they have Jane Goodall in them No it's Diane Fossey No That's fine I think Jane Goodall fans Okay so I'm going to say be even enthusiastic fans of about Fo- Jane Diane Fossey
0: uh, Okay I'll say Diane Fossey Even fans of Diane Fossey won't want to gorillas in the mist this opportunity to read a scintillating mystery novel Great okay carry on
1: You'll be gorillas in the pissed.
0: Okay that's off. great Dot, 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 gorillas. Actually, let's just say gorillas in the
1: pissed off. When, and then I just, that's the, I didn't know what.
0: When uh, this book ends.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: And there's no more to read. There's, okay, and we can just do one of my, my, my ascending tricola here. There's no more mysteries to solve, cages to open.
1: Oh, I thought your, I thought your ascending tricola was going to be another gorilla in the Ist rhyme. because um, we're kind of already in a trend, okay. ascending tricola. So you're putting an ascending tricola within a, an ascending tricola.:
0: Yeah, which is a thing that I do like to do. Um, okay,
1: because we do need to find one more gorilla okay. And I'll th- I'll, work sh- I'll think about that and while you're working on your ascending tricola.:
0: cages okay, to open and maybe something with Stacy. Stacy's to ignore. Stacy's, Stacy's to avoid. Great,
1: and then here's the last sentence. Mm-hmm. We love you, and we gorillas in the kiss you, and we dot 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 gorillas
0: in the kiss. Great, these are making more and more sense, I think. And then I'm going to say P. Line line break line break. Jack Shepard,
1: Tanner Green Ring,
0: and Tanner Green Ring.
1: P.S. We loved this one. I really did love this one. Yeah, this me week. too. Okay, can Good I read mystery. this? Can I read this back to you and we'll just kind
0: of make sure Yeah, we'll sense? see
1: if it, it makes okay. any sense. I think T- it will.
0: Title, Gorilla of My Dreams? More like Book of My Dreams. Gorilla emoji. And
1: how would you spell booka?
0: B-O-O-K-A.
1: Okay, perfect.
0: Disclaim- five stars. Disclaimer. If we could give this book six stars, given that Stacy has been deliberately excised from the narrative, we would. But Tim Cook and Apple do not allow that sort of behavior. I roll emoji. Line break, line break. Great book. Loved it. On to the zoo. Pros. Beautiful animal collection, semi-competent management, great community engagement programs. Cons. Subpar food, subpar animal security, subpar guest security. All zoos are complicit. Free the animals. In fact, this zoo has so many cons that it may as well be run by ex-cons. Even fans of Diane Fossey won't want to Gorillas in the Miss, this opportunity to read a scintillating mystery novel. You'll be Gorillas in the Pissed Off when this book ends and there's no more mysteries to solve, cages to open, or Stacey's to avoid. Yes. We love you and we, Gorillas in the Kiss You. Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring, P.S. We love this
1: one. Yeah. All right, that's I'm hit great. Submit. Good. Can, did you already hit submit? Not yet. Okay, uh, line break, line break. Mm-hmm. Fuck Foursquare.
0: No, because then they, we won't know. Um, no swears. No swears. Um,
1: Frick Foursquare. No, what I'm
0: about just... Foursquare? More like forbear no. from downloading it.
1: Okay. It's sort of um, an antiquated term mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people are going to have to flip open their dictionaries to look up the definition to. But it's quite a singer, though. They'll get it. Yeah. yeah. Forbear. Right.
0: Forbear from downloading it. Right. Good? Yeah. And I'll hit submit now. Yep. And then I think we should probably take a break.
1: Mm, Love that idea.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to um, make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, like, for instance, I bet that I can... Accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self checkout at the grocery store, so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. They're online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, And in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me, grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. Okay, so let's dig in a little bit more to this plot of this novel. We've reviewed the book. We've described the book. But there's a lot going on. The entity really put a lot of whistles and bells in this one. They have the
1: FBP. The FBP. The free Babar people. Yes, the protesters.
0: The entity the saw Jack fit. Jack Shepard types. The Jack types saw yeah. fit to put a bunch of... Very, very serious and earnest animal rights activists into this novel.
1: The uh, Babysitters Club authors, yeah, all have a complicated relationship with zoos. This is not the first time like anxiety around the ethics of zoos has come up in these books. Yeah, it keeps like they're really like hounding yeah. us with this.
0: No, they want us to think about it, and they they don't weigh in strongly on either side. They kind of.
1: Oh no, I wouldn't say that's true. I don't yeah. think they weigh in strongly on either side, but I yeah. think up until a couple years ago, my default notion of the zoo of zoos was f- fine. They seem fun. Right.
0: Yeah, it does and, seem that way.
1: And and the ghostwriter's stance on zoos seems to be, is this okay?
0: Yeah, which is a good it's a good question to ask about zoos, because it's usually not. Right. Um and They're making and- millions
1: of normal middle American young preteen girls. Question Zeus, Is this okay? Is this
0: okay? And the zoo, so the zoo is sort of, it's not, it's left up in the air whether or not the the Bedford Zoo is okay. A thing that is definitely not okay in this novel is the elephant behind bars. And they have an elephant that is kept in a small cage to promote a mall. mall. And somebody is going around. Putting up posters of Babar behind bars. That's f- funny. Bar, bar. And ba, bar,
1: bar, I nodded bar. as I
0: made a note of it, and I'll talk to the free Babar people to find out just what they need. So there's a group called the FBP mm-hmm. that I imagine is the same people who are protesting outside the zoo, a shadowy group. Um, and the B plot is that Christy is raising money. To send to... the elephant to a better enclosure, it is not clear to me.
1: Right now, the elephant lives in a mall.
0: It's not clear to me how she's going to persuade the mall people. Like, is she going to hand them a bunch of money? Yeah. And be like, I can raise this your money. Elephant off of you. Now send your. Any, anyway, but it works. It does work.
1: It does work.
0: Yeah. So that's interesting and strange. And like... what?
1: you hear that sound? Uh,. I don't think so. Rain it sounds like pulsing music getting louder and louder because it's... <sighs> huh? Dad Watch! Whoa!
0: And Dad Watch is a segment where uh, it, very it's a real brass tack segment, I think, wherein we don't know the names of all the dads of Stony Brook. But well, still... or the occupations. Or the occupations. We don't know much about them, uh, but sometimes uh, we get a little breadcrumb. Yeah, and oh, well, and this one's an
1: especially small breadcrumb piece of information. One day, Don and I were looking through my father's high oh, school yeah. yearbook. We had tons of fun laughing at all the strange hairdos and funny outfits that they wore twenty years ago. Oh my god, twenty years ago?
0: Yeah, Jesus.
1: Twenty years ago, I was in high school.
0: Oh wait, so you're this? You're a? It's dad watch for you, and it makes sense because you do you do am more a dad. be a dad.
1: I'm not a dad to a thirteen year old girl, but like. Not yet. Sometimes I get the sneaking suspicion that we're the same age as the parents of Stony Brook. That couldn't be right. I think we're who who the I'll same Remind age. you are like old people. They're balding. They're having heart attacks. Yeah, yeah.
0: We're not the same age as Watson or Richard Spear.
1: They're those are grownups who like have successful careers. Then we saw a message he had written to SEP under his picture. Mm. SEP were Dawn's mother's initials before she got married. Hmm. We flipped to Sharon's picture. It said, "Dearest Richie," mm. with a really gushy message signed, "Always and forever, Sharon." Richie. Richie. And what that we Richard didn't know, Spear was called. That he was called Richie. School.
0: And it really does give you a different impression of, it, doesn't it? Richie. It does. And Richie there's a
1: little Spear. bit of a mom watch in there too, because apparently Sharon Porter's middle name starts with an E.
0: Sharon Porter's middle name, Sharon E. Porter. Right. Yeah. SEP. I was looking back at the written uh, first <gasps> Babysitters Club book, Chrissy's and this Bray- is a Bray- sly Bray- nod Bray-
1: here. I just realized, and sorry to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. Entity, entity. Oh, it's the entity, entity. is that's like a little signature they're saying. Sharon. Sharon's entity. middle name is Entity.
0: That and that does make sense.
1: Right. That's
0: nice. And they um, do a nice other little sly nod where they show that Sharon and Richie, even though they've gotten older. Haven't slowed down at all. And I'll just read you this passage real quick. Sharon is pretty absent minded too, which adds to the clutter. She'll put her shoes in the refrigerator and the orange juice in the hall closet.
1: <laughs> I love that. And it, mm. it makes me happy that they're still so randy for two elderly people who are our age.
0: Well, Richie, what are these high heels doing in the refrigerator? Uh oh. Uh-oh.
1: Richie. Uh-uh. But. Yeah what does upset me is the fact that we cuz if there's any segment we do that deserves a gothic poem right refrigerator play is right definitely it
0: okay well for next time yeah so have we we've tackled enough of the plot of this book it's kind of convoluted they <clears throat> go well they, there's
1: one thing we didn't haven't gotten to yet yeah. plot wise kind of a okay. basic thing up top yeah liz liz can you come in here?
0: She must have been waiting forever. Oh, I geez. imagine she. Sorry.
1: I think Was someone we... of my coworkers just said what? <laughs> <laughs> and this is just a. Uh, oh yeah. Just a break character for a moment.
0: Yeah. Uh, what Rich. did you think about that? Um, about that that reading? Does it make sense? I would say thinking about um, just from the perspective of giving a note for the creative department. Yeah. That's like that's going to be like a forty-five minute spot. Uh, Or more. And it's a lot of it's about. um, I think
1: they're saying the creative guys in creative and marketing are saying that uh, apparently like it edits down quite a bit. Okay, You want to get lots of coverage.
0: And I would give an I'll give another note, um, which is that not a lot of it made any any kind of sense at all. Of of any kind of sense.
1: I if think it, that's kind yeah. of the thing with ads these days, you know, yeah. they're kind of avant-garde, they're weird. You buy a $15 million Super Bowl spot and all you put on it is like a chimp dancing or whatever and it's like, and, and just, did, what does this, this, that mean?
0: The ad is just to get people to buy
1: shares in Cinetech. Cinetech. My and, company, Cynertech, yes. And so I am what, an important businessman, I will remind you and everyone in this co-working space that I yeah. uh, inhabit this co-working space with. Yeah. I'm an important businessman, this mm. is an important businessman call, and we are just workshopping some ad ideas that our marketing guys and our creative guys came up with.
0: Yeah, and and one of them is reviewing a Babysitter's Club Mystery, is that right? And we're kind of reviewing it in the ad? Yes. What about you say, why don't you do a few takes just for the end, where you say,
1: buy shares in Cynertech. Okay. Yeah. Buy shares in Cynertech. That sounded great. And then if anyone heard that, that's kind of what we're talking about is my company, right. Cynertech. Great. And now in the same voice as you did before, please call for Liz. Okay. And Liz, can you come in here, please? Great. And then they'll think that you have a
0: like a secretary or something. Right. Or like a, I don't know, v, let's say an SVP.
1: And, Rich, can I just address your character, Jack Shepard, for a moment? Sure. And just to remind him that um, I did painstakingly create a short edit of Liz's song for him and put it in a folder for him to find and, and use in an episode.
0: Oh, I didn't know you did that.
1: Yeah, there's a long edit and a
0: short edit. Oh, so I, don't. I look for you it, but just, I didn't find it. Yeah. So I made my own. Yeah. You're guessing the mystery Great. Great. That was good. Thank you, Liz. Um,
1: This is the segment
0: where we we say whether we guess the mystery.
1: Ellen is – what's the most delicate way to say this? Ellen is a great author and a Mm -hmm. beautiful weaver of mysteries. Right. She's not great at telegraphing what the substance of the mystery is – one third of the way through the book. Which like though we've done
0: pretty impressive jobs in previous iterations of this segment where we guess what the mystery where we say what we thought the mystery was going to be after five right. chapters. We have managed to pull some pretty impressive guesses. Given like Ellen's basically given Ellen's nothing.
1: ability to telegraph yeah. the, the mystery one third of the way to the book, we've done a competent job of that. Yes. The entity is much, much, much more enigmatic. Hmm. Yes, and we knew this about the entity. It works in mysterious ways. It doesn't give us a lot. You have to take a lot from it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: By the end of chapter five, I didn't even know what the mystery could be, let alone right. what the solve for for it was.
0: Yeah, I had to. I had to create because nothing mysterious had happened. They just they spent f- five chapters describing this. Secret ancient man plot with the fallen angel, the, the chimp that gets eventually dissected. Like, off so screen. you
1: kind of thought it was chimp stuff, maybe?
0: No, I didn't. I just had to kind of create my own idea for what might happen. So let's he- let's hear what you wrote down after chapter five, and then I'll tell you what I wrote down after chapter five, and let's see who got closest to guessing the mystery. So this
1: is about midway through chapter five, and this is the yeah. this is the um, the passage that I captured to guess the mystery okay. on top of. I'm Mrs. Wolfsey. I always want to say Wolfsey. That's not it, huh?
0: I like it. I like.
1: I like. I'm words. Mrs. Wofsey, the director of Bedford Zoo. As soon as you take your seats, we'll begin our presentation. Now, the first thing I'd like to do is introduce my assistant, Mr. Chester. Mrs. Wofsey gestured to a short, heavy-set man in a blue blazer standing in the corner. He was bald and wore gold-rimmed glasses. He didn't smile or say hi, but just gave a brisk nod. I'll bet he's fun at parties, how he cracked. I gave him a nudge with my elbow to silence him. And that's the passage I highlighted. And the mm. note I left here as my guess was, whatever the mystery ends up being, this guy definitely did it. Meaning okay. Mr. Chester. Mr. Chester. And, and he, he did do it.
0: And I tried to go a little bit further. Okay. Because I wanted to have the opportunity, at least a possibility of getting a right guess which please bear in mind there is
1: no you mean a right guess like mine
0: you uh, no, the yours isn't a right guess mine you is guess- a right guess i was no. right uh-uh, uh-uh,
1: uh-uh. i was right
0: uh-uh. i think you've misunderstood how this works you have to guess the whole mystery not just who fucking did it that is a you- mis- that is the whole no mystery. it's not who did who it who done it no, it's no. <laughs> <That> is,
1: <laughs> I saw the, I saw the math happening in your head there for a moment. That's what like, mysteries are, Jack. Who done it?
0: No, but how they do it and why and what was it is part of it. Okay, it's not just who. Well, no, you can't just be like this person done it. You have to know. You have to guess why. You have how.
1: to admit that who done it is a pretty core part of most mystery stories.
0: Yeah, and getting the guy's name is a big part of it. If you got everything else right and said it was the animal rights people, which is the red herring, then that would have, that been, would have been very wrong.
1: Right, because it's but, not Yeah, it's not what happened.
0: I'll remind you that we write a sentence. We don't just write a name for this segment, do we? Okay. And there's Fine. a reason. We and what's your sentence. guess? Here's what I wrote. Mojo the gorilla is going to communicate the answer to the mystery using ASL. James the gorilla will get kidnapped, and Mr. Chester will turn out to be the one who did it, and not the animal rights people,
1: because the zoo was losing money.
0: <sighs> That's pretty
1: good. It's pretty close, but not as close as mine. It's closer mine than Mine was 100% right. No, but 100% right mine was a, like a tiny, a, inconsequential thing. Mine was like a three-point shooter, right, who... Yeah. Has a 100% hit rate, but has only shot five three-pointer shots this year.
0: Okay. And
1: yours is a three-pointer shooter who has like a 25% hit rate, but has shot like 100 three-point shots this year. You're
0: watching too much basketball, and it's really ruining this podcast.
1: Do you know what I mean, though? That's a good analogy. No, and nobody does. And (laughs) you have been watching too much
0: basketball, and it is destroying our podcast.
1: Mine... Is I'm a field goal kicker.
0: No, okay.
1: Now we're talking. Okay, fine. Yeah. And my team's offense is so good that I've had very few opportunities to shoot, to kick field goals this season, right? Okay. I've kicked five. Okay. And I'm five for five. Yeah. You were a field goal kicker.
0: And I often, my team is so bad that they often end up having to kick field goals from like the 50 yard line.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: And I am like, my percentage is not that great but i'm a pretty fucking good long range and you
1: have to do it all the time yeah and my field goal kicker too by the way also has to kick from like the 50 yard line no your
0: you your guy only makes it from the 20
1: no we read the same book i was making the same guess as you
0: (laughs) i guess so but you the guess that you guessed was right but very
1: unimpressive Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, no, you're right. You're
0: so right. we we did our best, and it's not our fault. And we did mostly guess the mystery.
1: Um, Karis. Okay, and now Karis is coming in. Liz, you can leave. Yeah, Liz, and please
0: leave. Liz, Liz, and Liz. say it for the um, other people in the co working space. Like Don't you're kicking. You're kicking out. Uh, Liz, like, you need to leave. Yeah. Okay. Great. And Don't like,
1: make this. Any harder than it has to be. Great. That's awesome. Okay. And now I'll ask for Karis. Karis, can you come in here, please? And then Karis is going to play the song. Okay. Does she do it? She, she's, sure. she's playing. Oh. Ah. Ah. Can you...
0: Knocking, knocking, girls who keep the cradle rocking show their fear and pain and wonder as their world is torn asunder.
1: Can you hear them buzzing, crying? Can you feel their bonds untying? Try to free them from their prose. Show them to us now, Swallow.
0: Thank you, Karis. This is the segment where we talk about the amazing covers of... Babysitters Club art director Hodges swallow. This week we had a crazy one, and as you know, <laughs> you <laughs> and I said,
1: "Uh, uh, swallow really me late. down, uh, uh, um, that's a loving sound." Thanks for that. I couldn't decide if I wanted to do it. I was feeling a little anxious about the fact that there's so many people here, but
0: yeah. But then you just I threw a caution to the wind, and that that's great, and I'm glad. And I don't know. I think probably,
1: and this is just a reminder once again that I am uh, an important businessman named Goliath Hartbody, and that is a character I do who sings Sublime for a commercial that I'm doing for my company. That the, the creative team came up with. Yep. Okay,
0: great. And this is a segment where we talk about the covers of these books, and the song is a gothic poem. Let's talk about the cover of this book, Tanner. Did you look at it? No. Okay, let's look at it. So they're in front of a zoo. We've got, I think that's going to be Matt Braddock, and he is doing sign language to one of the gorillas who looks like um, that's Mojo. Both gorillas look disinterested. He's watching. Uh, Jesse is there. And the thing that I really wanted to kind of hone in on is Marianne is also there, but she is levitating two feet off the ground.
1: (laughs) This is something I've just, I was like, what is Jack going to pick out about this? (laughs) <laughs> and then I I was floating around and I said, Marianne's feet look funny.
0: Marianne is floating in the
1: air. Yeah.
0: And I just
1: She's got her hands Hodges. up. So she's got her typical Bob haircut. Yeah. She's wearing a pink shirt and blue jeans. She's got her hands up like the player model character in the Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind does when the player okay. model character is casting the spell Levitate.
0: Yeah, and she looks also looks like Doctor Strange when he's about to do something. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, she's
1: got like eight hands behind her. Yeah, um, and the eye of Dormammu is like glowing.
0: And so she has cast levitate.
1: Yes, and she is levitating. And I wouldn't say two feet. I would say several inches.
0: Yeah, just a f- yeah, but any amount. I would say that any amount off the ground
1: is, is impressive.
0: Is it's and surprising. <laughs> right. And she's looking the other direction. She's not interested in these gorillas at all.
1: And it makes me wonder what she's looking at because something is making her nervous. Looking at the same thing. Oh, you're right. Yes.
0: (laughs) So she and the gorilla have seen something that has caused her
1: to cast levitate. Right. It's probably like a a witch hunter or something.
0: Yeah. Okay. That makes (laughs) sense. And the which makes me
1: worry that the gorilla is like a witch too. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And we know he is because he has the ability to communicate with humans, right? And he has human-like intelligence.
0: And then poor Matt Braddock is just like frantically trying to, to say like hello to the gorilla in ASL, right. and the gorilla is not interested because there's much more important shit going on. I'm not sure that we're going to solve this mystery. Maybe that's what the zoo mystery is, and maybe that's what Hodges thought. Have the we Zoom ever solved a was. Hodges mystery? Well, I don't know. I think that yeah, I, what I think must have happened here, and I think we will solve the mystery. What must have happened here is that Hodges, in his typical fashion, didn't read the manuscript that he was given. He was just like, I know what a zoo mystery is.
1: <laughs> Marianne is uh, <laughs> levitating. Yeah, obviously some witches
0: caused Marianne to levitate. I don't, I don't need to read this. And then, then he has depicted that. And it, for him, it would be a pivotal scene in the book.
1: Um, speaking of creators kind of taking liberties with these books, can I read mm-hmm. you a pretty upsetting passage? Oh, please. That I think, like, scratches the surface of a deeper conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. The phone rang, and we had to concentrate on work. Jesse took a job sitting for the Braddocks, and then Shannon scheduled a job with the Giannellis. Mm. Okay, yeah, I did notice that as well. <clears throat> And it and makes so you know wonder for the are. first time, yeah. I know who the Gianellis are. Bobby Gianelli, yeah. obviously, yeah. classmate yeah. of Karen's, Mrs. Coleman's yeah. class. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've ever heard of the, the Babysitter's Club yeah. doing care for right. the Gianellis. Yeah. And I've never heard of the Babysitter's Club doing care for the Springers or right. the Yeah, or Hank Rubens's family or the Rubenses. Oh, what
0: about Pamela Harding? Never heard of the
1: Babysitter's Club caring for the Harding children.
0: Yeah, and yes, we can name all of the kids in Ms. Coleman's
1: class, in case you were wondering. Why? Where? God, I don't even know how to frame the question. Yeah. I don't even know how to frame the question. It's an important question. The entity question. Had me so twisted up. Yeah. How? What? Where? When? Why? Are the kids of Mrs. Coleman's class? Yes. Yes. And why now? and why now why
0: why bobby and why Why now? bobby and why now yeah the entity is on some what they were like they could have picked anyone they could have been like oh it's a pike kid why not or the fucking twins Marilyn and carolyn cam newton C- fucking cam newton oh charlotte johansson any of those people that we're used to but they were like no
1: bobby chianelli so you're that gonna felly? pluck who's that felly Bobby, Bobby G and Nelly, we're gonna pluck in from the miasma. Yeah, that is the little sisters universe. Yeah, and does that mean we've opened up a possibility of like cross contamination between the two? I think so. I think that's what they want. Okay, great. Because I have a new segment I want to introduce on this show, and
0: it is also from our um, Patreon exclusive podcast, the Little Sister Big episodes. Yeah, and it's a segment that we love from that. Yeah. Okay. Bring it. And it's, it's in. called.
1: Is this true? <laughs> it's where we ask uh whether this is true. And is this true? Yeah. The emu eats hundreds of caterpillars and grasshoppers, which he keeps in his mouth until it forms a big ball about the size of a baseball. Then he swallows it. <laughs> and that's from Alan Gray's report on emus.
0: Which makes me want to introduce a segment.
1: Wait, is that true? We'll come back to it.
0: <laughs> okay. And I'm going to now read a poem. Okay. And it goes like this.
1: Let's just beyond on this
0: door. I wonder what's behind that door. Like your Xbox now? Must be an Xbox, I'd Al, And not a naughty dungeon or a playroom that's more Al than wow. But ere it be of this, I'm sure that Alan Gray will see you now. Mr. Gray will see you now. And it's our segment where we talk about what Alan Gray was up Gray to. You, and what he was now. up to this week was a lot of cool stuff, including cheating on their assignment to observe the emu because he, he and you like, pronounce it emu and I did pronounce it that way and am now feeling quite self-conscious about it
1: right emu emu, emu. is that a uh, British thing or a Jack thing would you and you would say e-mu. emu 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 now I don't know who's wrong and who's right here and unplug your headphones so that we can hear the Google voice saying it
0: okay emu H- hit it again emu
1: emu very clearly saying emu.
0: Emu Emu Emu
1: Which is how I say emu. it. Emu. And who's saying
0: that? Emu. Is it me or the person? Emu. It's tough to say because we both pronounce it
1: exactly emu. right. Don't we? Emu Emu. Emu. Okay, now listen to this. Okay. I'm on pronounce it the YouTube channel, so if anyone's gonna be the authority on how to pronounce the word, it's this, right? Emu. Oh fuck. <laughs> Okay,
0: we got an emu, and Alan Gray cheats on their assignment, which is to observe the emu. And the, like all that is happening is that the emu is just sitting there. Yeah. And then Alan Gray comes up with that, which I think he got from a book, which makes me think that it is true. But it's gross me what it is. as hell if it's it, true. It puts, it they eat, a plunge, they it put, sit and
1: eat bugs all day yeah. until they have a baseball sized bug ball in their mouth, <laughs> and then they swallow it. So it's like a katamari damasi. It's like a katamari damasi, yes. And yeah. I would pronounce it damacy and then okay. that makes me wonder. Well, no, I don't know
0: shit about shit. It's a it's a miracle that I even knew that that was a thing. Katamari so, da, okay. damase.
1: Katamari damashi. Oh, well, well now we already know. And I was pretty damashi this guy says. Okay, great.
0: So is this true? I think so. Because okay. he got it from the Encyclopedia Britannica
1: or something. It's gross as hell if it is true.
0: Yeah. And, like, guess what, Alan Gray? Your teachers are going to fucking figure out that you didn't watch them, like, create a centipede ball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't uh, do a very good, like, cover yeah for that for that lie well and then they have to they end up just observing tigger marianne's kitten yeah because alan gray cheated
0: yeah here's another thing that alan gray said that really endeared me to him so the emu escapes and that's the first it turns out that that it's like a it's really complicated but the emu did escape just because a kid accidentally let it out but the other two escapes the giraffe and some other animals are because of gibbons evil the gibbons are because of this evil mr chester who's trying to undermine his boss so he can get her job here's what alan says after the emu escapes alan who had taken several sips of our shared coke stood up also today i'm watching the emu i think i'll take a look at how she handles the stress of glimpsing freedom and then having it ripped away from her
1: <laughs> well that's fucking like <laughs> that's the entity and Anne with their yeah. like their anti-zoo soapbox one yeah <laughs> Just indoctrinate the, the children of America.
0: Maybe that's what they do when they go to the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Briefly,
0: before we do our Burn the Week, Tanner, I did notice one of our factions in this novel, one of our newest factions. Immediately, Logan slowed to a walk beside me. Sorry, I got a little carried away, he said. Claudia followed Chester to the employee's locker area where he changed out of his blue blazer into green pants and a green (laughs) shirt so he'd look like the plant crew. Oh, the plant crew. And there is a plant faction. And we have talked about that. And that is a thing. Yeah, swamp thing. What? Swamp thing. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That's what that's like. And there is a plant faction, and Chester did dress up like that, and I did forget to mention that the zoo boss... Mrs. Uh, Woofsey, when Marianne goes to her and is like, I think your assistant, Mr. Chester, is doing the crimes. Instead of like going to the cops, she's like, Great, let's stage an elaborate. Heist. I'm going to dress as a plant man. Yeah. <laughs> a plant person. She's like, Claudia. And the whole thing hinges on Claudia taking photographs like at the exactly the right moment. Right.
1: We're going to take two living gorillas, and we're going to move yeah. them <laughs> oh, yeah. to a smaller pen. And then we're going to have two adult <laughs> men dress as gorillas. And when Mr. Chester comes to let them out of their cage, yeah. we're going to sick the gorillas on him. Yeah. And he's going to have a panic attack. A heart yeah. attack.
0: And admit it.
1: And admit it, because he thinks gorillas are attacking him. But and it's I just think, two men yeah. in suits.
0: This is the entity not fully knowing how our world works. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> in our actual world,
0: most people can tell the difference between two men in gorilla suits and two gorillas Well, they do that explain they work that a with way.
1: every day because they are zookeepers. Yes, and that's how yeah. they know their mannerisms so well.
0: Oh, right. I see that yeah, the two the two men work with them. But Mr. Chester, on the other hand, who is also a trained zookeeper of twenty years, wouldn't be able to
1: recognize him. can't tell two the difference between two
0: men in a gorilla suit and two actual gorillas that he n- personally knows, really, right. Well. Right right? Yeah.
1: Jack, may I recite a poem to you? I would love that. Oh, top, thou art sick. A very good burn that stings you so right. A knife that doth turn it gets in your head, but oh, so soon it will cause me to have to call the burn unit
0: it's our bird of the week I had to, I it's Ellen, I love you, I love you, Ellen, and I kiss you so much and every day, but is that true don't and yes, and it is true, and I am now admitting that okay, I'm gonna
1: text Sarah okay, not not like that texting Sarah and I'm saying no. Jack kisses, Jack just told me he kisses a woman named Ellen every day. Okay, and so much. And so much. Great. And we'll see what she says about that.
0: Um, I, do, I just want to say that I do kiss and love Ellen, but she doesn't put burns in the book. She's bad at burns. And doesn't put burns. And there are no burns. And every week is a
1: fucking reach. We have to really draw them out.
0: And we should get a Pulitzer Prize for finding burns. in these And books.
1: we should get a Pulitzer Prize. And, and please where submit is our, our names Pulitzer to the Prize. Pulitzer Prize Committee, please.
0: Please submit our names to the Pulitzer Prize Committee for finding yes. burns yes. in these books. Yes. But the entity, because they were born in fire, they were conceived in fire, they were made in fire, they were forged by fire, they put burns all the way throughout this book. I had some. Did you have some? Yes. yes. Who goes first?
1: Well, there's one especially good burn, and I don't know who deserves it. Yeah, that's a good question. I think because I got the mystery right better than you did this week, more accurately.
0: No, that's not true. That's fucking yes, inaccurate. no,
1: that's true. No, I Maybe to me. I get the good one. No, listen to me, and then you can say the good my one. My guess was 100% correct. You can say you the good one. You have to admit one. my guess was 100% correct. Your guess, No. But it yes. wasn't 100% of the whole thing. It was 100% correct. Yes, Yours was only about 25% correct.
0: If you ordered a cake and they only gave you a slice, would you be pleased?
1: Is it no. 100, Is it very good? And like, and they were like, this is 100%
0: cake. They're like, it's only a slice of cake. And I ordered a whole cake. And they're like, but it's 100% cake, is it not? Um, I'm going to let you have the good burn, but I did guessed the same thing as you guessed, and I also put more meat on the bones of it that wasn't 100% correct, but was pretty close to
1: correct. Logan and I listened as Alan read from his Observation book on Saturday afternoon. He was very proud of what he had recorded. You learned all that from watching the emu pen? I'd say emu. And how do you say it? Emu. And you learned all that from watching the emu pen? Logan asked, narrowing his eyes suspiciously. I didn't just watch. Alan <laughs> him. I observed. Big difference. Well, I made some interesting observations about gorillas, Logan said, turning his back on Alan and focusing on me, Marianne. Yeah, he observed that they look a whole lot like some of his relatives. <laughs> Alan joked. And that's a good burn. But then Logan, Logan, yeah, not to be outdone. Right. With the devil's wit. They may look like my family, Logan retorted. But they act like yours, especially when they're picking fleas out of each other's hair.
0: Okay, so g- this is a very good burn, and it does imply that Alan's Alan Gray's family picks fleas out of each other's hair. But yes. in order to enact the burn, Logan did have to admit that his family that his family like the Bruno gorillas. family looks like gorillas. Which I don't know. If I'm, if I'm a hunter, if I'm Carrie, I'm not. I'm not super psyched about that.
1: Yeah, and then you had a burn.
0: Yeah, to burn. So uh, this burn brings in the C plot. And I'm realizing now that because this is in what we call the interregnum, which is the. Interrectum? Brief... No. Why would you think I said that when I obviously didn't? It doesn't even sound anything like that. It's called the interregnum. Even the period you have between to admit reigns.
1: Regdom sounds a lot like rectum.
0: No, not at all. Okay. The first two letters are the same. Interregnum. Interrectum. Okay. Well, I didn't say that. And what I did say? was You didn't interregnum.
1: say inter- interregnum.
0: I did say interregnum, and interrectum isn't a word.
1: Okay, it and means so you in an in a rectum.
0: That's what your one would mean if it were a word, which it isn't. So you should assume that I said the thing that is a word, which is right. interregnum between which reigns, means, which
1: means in a rectum.
0: <laughs> no, it's what we call the interregnum, which is the period in the babysitter's story. When Stacy is not a babysitter, not the first part. The first in the first in Christie's great idea, Stacy is briefly not a babysitter, but
1: she is. Dawn also is back. N- Stacy is not a babysitter. It's right. a It's a weird
0: age. time. It's a golden age. Um, Stacy, and she's not talking to the girls. And what I'm realizing is that this book, therefore, takes place at the same moment as Babysitters Club Super Mystery Number One. Babysitter's Haunted House. Yes. Which is also, but Stace,
1: it's during the same period. The Interrectum, yes.
0: And it's called the Interregnum, and it's interesting that they should just graft those two things on top of each other. It means uh, it's
1: only a matter of time before we have to do another interregnum, which is And it
0: is Interregnum.
1: Abby's arrival. Oh God, that's going to come soon. Dawn's departure
0: uh, and Abby's arrival. Okay, so that's the necessary context for my burn. I will now read it to you. Christy has to interact with Stacy and she's not happy about it. She finds her at Charlotte Johansson's house. Why are you at the Johansson's house? says Christy. Dr. Johansson asked me to sit, that's how. Stacy stared Christy in the eye. But the Johansons are our clients, Christy continued. Stacy shrugged. I guess they realized what a special relationship Char and I have, so they called me first. There was a lot Christy wanted to say to Stacy, but she didn't. Mostly because the kids were right there. Instead, she said, Well, I guess we can't prevent you from taking jobs. I guess you can't, Stacy cut in. Besides, I thought this would be a good opportunity for me to work on our biology project. I've decided to observe Carrot. Carrot is Charlotte Schnauzer. At the mention of his name, he came racing to the door, barking. See? Stacy gestured toward Carrot. I guess I'll write down that he barks when strange people come to the door. (laughs) Good. good. Strong burn from Stacy. Stacy is briefly in this book, and it's to burn Christy. Tanner, we must leave and go
1: now. Yes.
0: Tanner, I'd like to thank you for bearing with me. You're welcome. Baby Nation Riddle Babies, I'd like to thank you for bearing with us. You're welcome
1: on behalf of the Riddle Babies.
0: And I would like to ask everybody who has not already to subscribe to our Patreon. It is patreon.com slash bscc podcast and we talk about the Little Sister books and it's good. And we're having a great time with everyone who has already subscribed. We sing the descriptions. Buy our merch, bit.ly slash merch. and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Take a mm. moment. Riddle Babies, this week we read a novel that was called Babysitter's Club Mystery, number 20, Marianne and the Zoo Mystery. Next week, oh, this one seems scary. We're going to be reading a little book called Babysitter's Club Mystery, number 21, Claudia and the Recipe for Danger.
1: That does sound it's, scary. My only hope is that it continues to be an interregnum book where we don't have to deal with or think about Stacy in any way.
0: Interregnum, and I do hope uh, that they don't give us the recipe for danger because that could be dangerous. And if,
1: if they do, because oh, it's so tempting that it's like well, it's we won't Faustian. Say it. It's like, well, do I dare to cook up this recipe for danger at the cost of my living soul? Right, and my sanity. MSN. And we,
0: if we, if they do give it, I think it's we'll, we'll be honor bound to not say the full recipe. We'll leave out one on ingredient. this show. We'll leave out one ingredient. Right. In the meantime, I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. Please Green-Ring. remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator, and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let Daddy love you as much as I do. Tanner, I'm realizing that um, you should probably say something to like end the um, the meeting for the people that are listening. <laughs> uh, great
1: great um great hey great rich Reed, goliath uh it's goliath our body here Yep. Still uh, here. yep just want to say thanks for helping me workshop that read for these at this ad that the creators put together for us mm-hmm. um i think it's great and i think people are really going to enjoy it and i know it's going to clock in at about an hour but i think that is just gonna have to be the case with this one. And I do love you and I do kiss you and I do yeah. love and kiss the Riddle babies. So And
0: I do I do love and kiss you as well. And, and, okay. I do love and, and kiss
1: and uh, the Riddle babies. Yeah. Mm. Um we'll circle back and I'm gonna sign off and goodbye.
0: And good night. And uh Claudia's wearing a bra now, and the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been invented.
1: Every book, yeah. 131 main series books, yeah. 16 super special books, yeah. 20 mystery books so far with another, yeah. I think, like 16 on deck. We found burns in every book. If every that fucking, doesn't deserve I'll tell you I'll a tell Pulitzer you Prize, I don't know what does.
0: Every time my doorbell rings, I think it's going to be Mr. Pulitzer. Yes. And, it and never It's often is. like
1: Stony Brook Child Protective Services or yeah. Claudia's Closet yeah, or something yeah. else. Or people canvassing for Beto. Yeah, big bad beat a Bork. Big bad beat O'Rourke
0: Yeah, big bad beat O'Rourke
1: That was a hit gum podcast.